Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you have difficulty managing situations where there's a lot of conflict? Or are you a conflict management master? Well, either way, stick with me because in this week's episode, I'm going to show you how you and anybody can resolve conflicts effectively. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today I want to continue our conversation around communication and conflict in our quadrant of relationship management by teaching you a proven conflict resolution process. Over the past few weeks, we've looked at what conflict is and why it actually exists. We've looked at the fact that it's inevitable. It's always going to be there. We talked about the fact that relationships are what's most important and to protect those in conflict by focusing on issues rather than the person. Last week, we looked at the five different styles of conflict resolution that you could use. And we talked about when it was best to use the individual or combination of those. So this week, what I want to do is continue now and add another layer to this and give you a step-by-step, fill-in-the-blanks template, procedure for you to be able to uh, work in any conflict resolution situation and lead it to an effective outcome. I don't know about you, but I find it so much easier when someone gives me a template, someone gives me a system to follow. And the first thing I like about a system or a process is that it needs logic to be able to move forward. So by having a check and balance situation system that we can use to go, okay, I've got to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do this, we are employing the logical brain. Now, We don't want to go too deep into the neuroscience behind it. And whenever I speak about these things, I'm not speaking as a neuroscientist. And we do know that the brain all over works on different situations and many parts of the brain get involved. I want you to keep it up at concept level and think, let's keep it logical. So by having a system that you can go through, it's going to help you to remain more emotionally intelligent and socially intelligent so that you've got a better chance of getting the resolution. That is that triple win we talked about. It's good for you, it's good for them, and it's good for the greater good. So let's unpack this five-step process. Number one is to set the scene. So in any situation where people are coming together, it's great to have an agenda. It's great to have an understanding of what it is that we're going to be working on together. And the key word there is together. 
However, what I want to do here as well is help you to lead the process. So by setting the scene, what we're doing is we're talking about what we're going to do, how we're going to move forward, and we're going to set some guidelines for the behavior that is acceptable as we work through and get a resolution. It's also an amazing opportunity in setting these guidelines to get the first level of agreement. So the whole purpose of conflict resolution and negotiating a positive outcome is getting each other to agree on little things along the way. So what I would do is I'd say, okay, so here's what I'd like to put forward as a way that we can work through this situation and then lay out some guidelines. And I would always go, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep the emotion and my agenda out of this conversation as much as possible. So if you feel at any time that I'm not doing that, I'd love you to let me know. And then that reminder will bring me back on track. Is that okay? Now, the person that you're working with would definitely go, yeah, that's okay. But what they're also doing is they're thinking, well, perhaps I should do that as well. And normally what I've found is they would offer that. But if they didn't, I would then simply say, is it okay if I do the same with you? So the first thing is to set the scene. This is what we're doing. This is the purpose of us getting together. It's to resolve this conflict. It's to find the next step that we can work on together so that we can actually have a peaceful resolution. So we've got agreement and we've got an agenda. Number two is to gather information. Now, once again, gathering information is a logical process. So what the purpose of moving forward in this conflict resolution is, is to firstly get the facts. By getting the facts, we leave the feelings out of it. We leave our own opinions out of it. And what we're doing is we're just asking a series of questions of each other to work out exactly what the issue is. We've talked about this many times before, where a lot of times there's misunderstanding, where one person thinks that someone's saying something that they're not saying. And in fact, what I've found on many occasions in this actual second step, what we've done is realized that we were saying the same thing, just in a different way. So by gathering information using the logical processes in our brain, we are getting the facts. Even as we go through this process, however, there's going to be perceptions. I will have a perception that these are the facts and the person or persons that I'm working with might have a totally different perception. And that's part of the gathering information process as well. So we're gathering information that we've got points of disagreement. Now, this is where the emotional intelligence really comes in. We've got two options there. When somebody gives you their information, we can take it on, write it down, whatever we're doing, or we can push back and go, no, that's not what I believe. That's totally. And that's where most negotiations and conflict resolution situations fall apart. It's just like getting feedback. Ask for feedback. You immediately get some feedback. It hits you personally. You take it as being an attack on you. So you go, no, and the whole feedback process falls apart. 
It's exactly the same here with conflict resolution. So number two is to gather information. Number three is to agree on the issue. So now that we've gathered this information and we've done it in an emotionally intelligent way, we've had a conversation that's mutually beneficial where there's no one on top, everyone's equal. And now in getting all that information together, we can find a point of agreement. So like I said at the start, what we're doing is we're looking for opportunities along the way to actually have little agreements. So the more people agree on things, even if they're agreeing on a problem, the closer the collaboration comes and therefore the barriers come down. The communication is totally different and it makes it a lot easier to work together and to get a resolution to the problem. So now what we're doing is through this gathering of information, we are looking into that and going, okay, well, what is the actual problem here? What's the issue? And what I like to do is ask rather than tell. So I might say, okay, that's great. We've got a lot of information there. Can I ask you, what do you perceive is the number one issue that we need to work on? So once again, I'm still in gathering information mode when I'm asking that. I'm not looking for something to rebut. I'm not looking for them to say, well, I think it's this. And I go, well, no, I don't think it's that. Because then we've gone into another conflict situation. Okay, so you think it's this. That's fantastic. Had you also thought about this? So what I'm doing there is rather than going, well, I think it's this, I'm having an opportunity conversation for them to think, yeah, that's probably an issue as well. So depending on what it is, and I know we're talking in context here because different scenarios will change this, is we could then decide, well, what's the biggest problem? Let's start on that. So getting an agreement on what the issue is, is an extremely important step before moving forward on solving anything. Number four then is to brainstorm possible solutions. So now we're building up more trust. We're building a relationship of collaboration. We've got some agreements. So what we're doing now is we've said, well, these are some of the issues and we've worked those out. What we are going to do is work together to brainstorm what we could possibly do about this. So why possibly? What we're doing here, as I said, is we are getting agreements along the way. So just because we've agreed on an issue doesn't mean that we agree on the best way to tackle it. So by asking questions and working out together, how could we work on this? What do you think we could do? We then find different ways that we might be able to tackle it. So brainstorming is a collaborative process. And that's the key element here is that we are working together. So we're already starting to solve the problem because we're building the relationship. Number five is to negotiate the solution. So now that we've brainstormed some possible things that we could do, now because we are in a state where we're, it's not highly emotionally charged and we're working on this together, we're collaborating, now we're going to get agreement on what the solution is. Now, 
this may not be the best solution. What we want to do is we want to start moving forward. We want that agreement to say, let's start on something. This is where, as a leader, I've had to learn that sometimes just because I think my way is the best way, it doesn't mean I need to do it that way. If I see that their way is actually going to achieve a moving forward, then I will, a lot of times, say, hey, that's a great idea. The reason I say this is that if the people you're working with are the drivers of what we're going to do moving forward, then there's more opportunity that they will actually do what they say they're going to do. Let's face it, we're humans. We all want our own way. We all have our own agendas. We've talked about that in previous weeks about why conflict is even there. So at this point, we've got a massive opportunity to put ego aside and go, hey, yeah, let's start working on that. So there you have a five-step process. Now that we've got a solution, we've got something that we're going to work on together, it's a matter then of putting that in a framework and going, okay, and reverse engineering it and going, so what's the first thing we need to do? So we've got our goal that we want to achieve. So we go, how are we going to do that? And we map that out and we work out who's going to do what. The other thing we do is work out how do we know when we've got there? What are the milestones along the way that we're going to set and the check-ins, etc.? So what we've done here is we've put together a plan moving forward on how together we are going to collaborate and come up with a solution to this problem that we've been facing. Whenever we work together to resolve a conflict, with egos and agendas aside, we have a much better possibility that there'll be a resolution. Now, I don't live in a land where everything is positive. And I know from experience that even having this structure, we can go off the rails. But having a process, and this is the key, whenever it starts to break down, what we can do is come back to the process and go, hey, where have we gone off track here? And we're referring to a process, not to a person. So there you have it, a five-step process on how you can actually lead and resolve a conflict situation. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week when we continue this conversation around conflict resolution by learning how to move forward after conflict. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe Enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.